that is what the practice is because the more you detune fear and judgment, the more you are aligned with, with source perspective, that which we are, and, and, and the more clarity you receive in that higher vibrational alignment. And in your receiving of clarity, you understand that that does not make you superior in, in any, any, any sort of way. It is, it is creating an experience for you that is unique. It is a joyous experience. It is an abundant experience. It is an experience of knowing. It is an experience of, of supreme confidence in your worthiness of all that is. But in your supreme confidence in your worthiness of all that is, you are no longer judging the experiences of others, meaning you are no longer pitying those who are not on your path. You are no longer judging that is wrong. You are no longer needing anyone else to 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 agree with you because that's a, that's a massive component of your ego is needing others to agree with you, which is always rooted in your own insecurity and those beliefs. Hi, welcome to the stream of David podcast. I am here with two people that you probably know, Taya head coach, Stacy Clinet, head coach, Hello. coach Stacy and Carrie King. Uh, the, the stream has, has dubbed Carrie King, the ultimate seeker of truth. And Ooh. we've just recorded, uh, we'd recorded a new video where Carrie is asking the stream all of these deep questions, uh, questions that we all have about humanity and who they are and what they are and how the universal pro process of creation works and all that fun stuff. And she called it stream gold. Uh, and we have a sign up now on our website where you can sign up for our mailing list and receive that, uh, that training. Uh, with your sign up to the mailing list and some other training too. There's a whole sequence of training that you can get now from the stream when you sign up on our website, thestreamofdavid.com. Uh, you will also be invited if you go there and sign up to join our Patreon community. We have a brand new Patreon community. It's called the Stream Community on, on Patreon. <laughs> and you can reach it by logging on to patreon.com forward slash the stream of David. Uh, and of course, in the show notes of this podcast, you can click and, uh, and join from there also. So the Patreon community is set up to where you have these membership tiers that you can join. If you scroll past the membership tiers, you can actually take a tour and see all of the things that we're posting in there all the time because there is a public feed. It's just like social media. It's kind of like a Facebook group without all of the noise of Facebook, which is why we created the Patreon community. So ultimately, we're going to have everything that we do uh, is going to be housed there in that Patreon community. And we're now sending out a newsletter every Sunday, letting everyone know uh, that's on our, our mailing list, everything that's going on in the streams world for the week. Our Claim Your Power Hour live channeling that we do every week in Patreon, our new Sunday service, uh, which is a Sunday morning, uh, at least in the United States, a, a Sunday morning uh, session with the stream uh, that we're doing at 9 a.m. Pacific every Sunday. Uh, as well as our stream summits that we're now offering uh, through Patreon to the uh, the live stream tier subscribers. So you, you can subscribe to the live stream tier and receive all of the live channeling that we do, uh, or you can subscribe to the expanded podcast tier and receive the expanded version of this podcast. So we're doing a little extra round table at the end of every podcast sort of uh, exploring what the stream shares in the episode and you can subscribe via patreon and receive that as well uh, and the cool thing about patreon is every time you go up a tier you get everything in the new tier plus everything in the lower tiers so you can subscribe to the live stream tier get the live stream 
uh, every all, all the stuff that we do via live stream and the expanded podcast and all the public stuff that we post. We post in there every day, including daily inspiration for the stream from the stream that is in the uh, the public feed of our Patreon. So it's a great way uh, to stay abreast of all things stream. You can download the app. You can click on the app and you can scroll in chronological order and see everything that's going on in our world. So I hope you join us. So Stacy and Carrie, welcome. Thank you. We're going to explore applying the streams teachings in your life because the stream shares a lot of great information. A lot of it is it's, it's all rooted in universal law. So it's all useful in our lives, but we're going to talk about how to apply it specifically in your life and see it begin to show up right away. And we're also going to talk about sharing it with other people because the stream has been very clear that they're not here to, to be a religion or to be worshiped or obeyed or, or to have, you know, have all of humanity follow what they're sharing. Certainly not. But what happens is when you, we see this in boot camp all the time, people get into Taya boot camp, they start detuning fear and detuning judgment raising their default vibration, their lives get better and better and better. And people want to know what they're doing. And they want to know how in the world do I share this without people thinking I'm nuts? <laughs> Can't help you there, <laughs> but maybe the stream can. <laughs> we fully embraced and detuned our uh, kook factor. <laughs> Yeah, I think concerning yourself with other people's judgment, of course, is something that you can absolutely detune and, and worrying about whether other people think that you're a spiritual kook or not. I think it's something that a lot of people do go through. They discover these things and it really resonates and they really are fearful about being authentic about who they are Yeah, because of judgment. Yeah, that's especially prevalent in today's uh, society of labeling right and wrong, left and right. Yeah. Noticing that. Yeah. Polarity, right? Polarity. You, you've got to be on this side or you're on the wrong side. Or if you're intelligent, you can't possibly be believe in anything that isn't physically proven. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But the cool thing about the stream is they say all the time, take, take their guidance and prove it to yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the greatest thing about what they offer is they, they teach us these things we start applying in our lives and we actually see it work. Yep. It so there's your scientific evidence right there, right? <laughs> Well, I know Carrie muted because her dog uh, is suddenly uh, chiming in on the conversation. That's okay. Uh, but we're going to bring the stream in now. And Carrie and Stacy are going to chat with the stream about this topic and any and everything else that pops up as always. So let's take a quick break. And then when we return, you will be hearing from the stream. What I liked best about Tire Bootcamp is I like the life that I have because of it. I like the person that I am because of it. I... I appreciate who I am. I, you know, I have worthiness. I, I have self-love. I have, uh, I have a just, you're just a different person. You really, every, you know, I've heard people talk about transformations, um, but I don't think you can go through Taya Bootcamp and not transform. I don't think you can complete this course and be the same person that you went into it as. You can't, you can't unlearn it. I mean, even if you only, took away what you did in boot camp. You did something absolutely remarkable. Tire boot camp is going to change whoever does it. Even if there's nothing more down the road for you, it doesn't matter. You will not be the same person. 
what you experience in that time is hugely transformational. We are here. Yay. We're so glad you're here. Thank you for joining us today. So we're doing a little podcast here and David was really wanting to focus on the aspect of how can we apply the streams teachings to our daily lives? What um, are one of the top, top three things that you feel like someone just approaching this practice might be able to implement as quickly as possible in their lives? We would start, if, if you want to quantify it in, in, into human terms of, of, of top three things, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the, 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 the number one thing that we would guide everyone to, first and foremost, is to question, to, to question everything. And, and, and when we say question, we are not necessarily guiding you to, to take on the label of conspiracy theorist, because the, the energy attached to that is not necessarily about the, the conspiracy theorist being wrong, but it's about the judgment that is attached to that very often. The conspiracy theorist that questions everything is aware that there are things going on vibrationally that are not in alignment with, with what is being offered publicly, that they are not what you would call truth. But when you dip into the judgment around that, then you begin feeding it. So the number one thing that we guide humanity to do is to question everything and become an observer of truth, an observer of, of, with clarity, without judging what, what you're questioning. So understand that, that there are energetic forces that keep poor people poor and rich people rich. And there are energetic forces that keep sick people sick and healthy people healthy. There are energetic forces that, that cause everything that you are experiencing. And there is a matrix that humanity has created for itself that have, for a very long time it has been steeped in fear and judgment and humanity's assigning itself to the demonization of that fear and judgment of the, of that, that belief system that you're all supposed to, to behave in a specific way based on your point of entry, very often based on your gender, your, your race, your economic class, all of these things that your life is supposed to be this based on that. And when you wish to step out of it, sometimes it feels like you are, you are continually being drawn back into your, your point of entry operating system, the belief system of your parents, if you will, and their ancestors and, and, and well back before that. That is not some ancestral DNA that is pulling you back to that. That is the matrix. That is the belief system that you absorbed early on and perhaps find challenging as you move through your human life journey to escape from. But when you move toward questioning without the need to, to fall into judgment, because the judgment of it, the demonization of it, draws you right back into it, draws you right back into the matrix and actually fuels that which you were judging. 
So number one is learning to question without judgment, learning to observe, understanding that everything is vibrational. Everything is truly an illusion. Right. David used to have a saying that bullshit makes the world go round. Because with our clarity that we were offering to him, he began seeing that everything was an illusion. Everything was BS to him and continues to be. But the, the, the BS label has judgment attached to it. So if you can say that and think that playfully without going into the judgment of the ones who are delivering the BS, then you are an observer. You are, you are understanding that, that, that all of humanity is operating in ego consciousness that is delivering a certain level of, of illusion, illusion of grandeur, illusion of unworthiness, illusion of, of expansiveness or not. All of those things are all really the same thing. It is a vibrational experience that you all create for yourselves. So number one is to question everything without judgment to be an observer of your world. Okay. The, the, the second thing is tied to the first thing because number one is really all you need. Every, everything else in universal law begins to fall into place once you start doing that. Once you start realizing that everything that you have been taught is an illusion, it's a belief system, and that you can change your belief system. So number two would be tied to number one. Indeed, understand that you can change your belief system but know that it's going to take a little bit of work on your part. We are, we are not flowing through David the way that we are to deliver a message that you need to do nothing. You, you can have that experience. You can simply enjoy your isness. But if you're a seeker, if you, if you are desiring clarity, if you're desiring knowledge, if you're desiring to understand how the universe really operates, what is universal law and what is the matrix, then understand that in your questioning, then you can move toward detuning. You can move toward shifting your belief system around everything that you've created for yourselves in your belief system. That belief system is running constantly in your subconscious mind. It's creating your reality for you and you can change it. So when we speak of work, it, it is not a mandate to do this work. There is no mandate from us whatsoever. But if you are listening to these words, you are curious. If you are here, you are a seeker. Mm -hmm. And if you are a seeker, you are seeking clarity on the universe, on universal law, on how things really work. And we promise you that universal law is quite simple. It is not this heady, complex thing. Once you listen to us enough, all of these, these ideas that we share begin to, to place the pieces of the puzzle together and things come into focus and begin to make sense. And then you realize how simple universal law is in comparison to the very complex human created matrix. And very often when people delve into spiritual teachings, it takes on a matrix vibration. And, and, and much of spirituality is rooted in ego as much as anything else is. You have all likely experienced other beings who claim to be spiritual seekers who speak of their superiority in their path of seeking and, and, and their, their, their supreme wisdom that they have achieved, their enlightenment. And in absorbing that or experiencing that, 
you come to understand that they are once again steeped in their ego. They are once again back in their own matrix of believing that they have done enough spiritual work that they are now some sort of superior being. Even if they are not directly saying that, they are vibing that. And you are aware of that. Oh, yeah. The reason that we are pointing this out to you not, is not because we are judging them for having that experience. That, that is yet another human experience, another human expression. There is value in all of it. But understanding that the more you align with universal law, the more you detune fear and judgment, and the more you detune your own human created matrix, i.e. your ego, the, the, the more you are at peace with all that is including the the spiritual narcissists if you will including the the ones who were, were were are labeled toxic including those who are are who are deep into a religious belief system that believe that you are evil and are, are and are going to be damned to eternal damnation because of your your spiritual belief system yep that 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 is number 2 is is okay. is learning to detune the matrix learning to observe and detune and understand that there is no wrong path, that there is no wrong way of operating your lives, but understanding that the more you detune your ego, the less you compare yourselves to others, the less you're concerned with quantity. That whole, the whole concept of, of quantification is a 3D physical concept. When you ask how much, how many, how far, how long, and all of that, all of that, all of that is physical 3D thought. There's nothing wrong with you thinking that way because you are in a physical 3D environment. But when you are absorbing our teachings, we are not operating that way. We are not concerned with how many followers and how many believers and, and, and how long and, and how deep and, 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 and all of these things. Any, any of that that you are seeing are in, in, in these teachings is a result of David's own ego, not our teachings whatsoever. And he has one as you all do. Right. So that is number three. The number two, number three yes. would be all about understanding the, the, the difference between the matrix and universal law, as we have stated, but also understanding the difference between your own ego and your soul consciousness. You, you are operating in this system of duality where you are in a, an eternal strand of consciousness powering a physical vehicle. And part of the equipment in this physical vehicle is your, your ego. And the more we guide you into thinking of yourselves as devices, because essentially you are, your, your human physical being is a device. Just like the device that you are, you are likely operating when you are absorbing this message. There, there is hardware and there is software in that device. But there's a signal that comes to it that truly powers it, that brings it to life. Where do you think that design came from? That is the technology that creates you. And certainly, if you run around telling folks that you're a robot... <laughs> and that, that you have this sole source that is like your Wi-Fi connection, they are liable to think that you're off your rocker. But the deeper you go into thought and the deeper you go into understanding, the, the computer analogy makes complete sense because that's where that design came from in the first place. 
Mm-hmm. So you, you have a Wi-Fi signal that is your soul powering you, but it's powering a device that also has its own memory, its own ego consciousness. But in comparison to the, the internet, the memory of your device is minuscule in comparison to all that is what you call the internet. The, 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 the comprehension of your human ego consciousness is minuscule in comparison to the knowledge that is your soul. The departure here is that a human, as a human being, you have the ability to filter out much of that information, just as your browsers filter out all that the internet is. You do not log on to Google and suddenly have access to every single piece of information on the internet. You would not begin to be able to, to, to sift through all of that in your lifetime. So you have this, this brilliant browser that filters out and delivers to you exactly what you need and what you're looking for. And sometimes not. Sometimes it delivers garbage. Sometimes it delivers things that you don't want. Right? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Think about that. This is a great analogy. I really like that. Really yeah, cool. Very simple. It is. And it's interesting when you start to think about if we, okay, let's play the kook in. So if we are human robots, right? And we have the ego that's driving us. Is that the struggle that most of us as humans per- perhaps have um, in, in creating harmony between our egos and our souls, knowing? And the, 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 the duality creates disharmony by design because the disharmony is designed to give you your human journey, your imperfect human journey. Right. Indeed. But understand that that, that duality has been harnessed somewhat by humanity and, and fed and embraced yes. to deliver additional levels of contrast that you do not necessarily need to, to assign yourselves to, to have a joyous human experience. But again, in duality, that harnessing of that power brought humanity along to the place where you are today, where you are catching up to the technology that creates you. And here you are catching that technology, coming becoming very aware of it, and then turning back and questioning everything that you've been taught. And in your questioning, you're questioning all of your human constructs. That is why you are seeing the fracturing of all of your human created foundation. Mm-hmm. Religion, the monarchies. Think, think, think of how the, the remaining monarchy is being questioned like never before, and you're watching it self-destruct. Yeah. You are watching religion, organized religion, self-destruct. Not completely, but certainly fall apart. You you, you are witnessing governments, the, the concept of borders. All of that is, is, is fracturing and crumbling and crackling. And, and, and what you're witnessing and the, the beefing up of all of those things, especially your government, because that everything has been fed into what you call your government. Your governments are, are very often built on the foundation of a religious teaching. And, and that foundation is giving way, but the stronger entity, the more powerful entity is the governmental entity. Humanity has allowed their governments because of the fear of war, the fear of invasion, to become supremely powerful in your environment. Mm-hmm. So what has the most power and what is clamoring to hold on to that power at this time as humanity is seeking to move out of it? 
This is why there is talk now of World War Three. Yeah. This is why that's happening because humanity is creating the the deconstruction of the government structure, and it it wants to stick around. That vibration wants to stay alive. But you all hold the power to collectively question more and more and more and communicate and 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 receive messages such as ours. And understand that your mind can transport you away from that, all of that noise. You, you hold the capacity within your current human mind, your current human belief system, which is the same thing, to, to reimagine how all of that impacts you to a version where it does not have to impact you at all. Because you are so source aligned, you are understanding more than ever that you are create the creators of your reality and that you don't have to be party to any of it. That's why we're referring to all of it more and more and more as the noise. Mm. That's why we have guided David to, to not worry so much about, about sharing us across social media because social media is media. And, and, and that, that public open source of media is rife with all of these different vibrational frequencies. And we can stand up to any vibrational frequency. We, we are part of all of it. But for the seekers of clarity who are just discovering our teachings, it is beneficial to, to move the message to a place that is not filled with all the other noise. It is not about dogma. It is not about locking anyone in with a, with a fear-based set of teachings that you must listen and obey. It is very much about the fluidity in relation to the, 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 the resonance of the message. We will be the first to state that if you find resonance in our message, it is the right message for you. And if you no longer find that to be true, or if you never did in the first place, then you're right to move away from it. Mm-hmm. Allow yourselves to flow in and, 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 and remain as long as you desire and allow yourselves to flow out if it is no longer part of your journey. It's really interesting just in this conversation. I could see how the idea that the streams message, the teachings that we practice within the Taya, um, you know, community could be considered rebel. Like we're rebellious thinkers. Like how can we fit in to the rest of society if we're so outside of it? And I think that may be something that um, could prevent somebody from moving into exploring the Taya practice, even when they resonate with it. How would you guide someone of that? It could. Yeah. Yeah. And indeed could, but we're not, we are not taking you on a journey that is so esoteric and so far out that you are no longer going to be human. And in fact, if, if you use your human comparisons to compare this message to others, right. we are guiding you right back into 3D to, to place your hands right back in the clay and appreciate all that is, meaning that you are able to function in society. And in fact, that that is this what the creation of the Taya practice is all about. The Taya practice is the practical application of our teachings in your 3D human life with your egos intact. Mm-hmm. It's about detuning. That is why the practice is, is, is around detuning so that fear is not so prevalent, but it's still there. Right. there. There is a healthy level of fear that is going to keep you out of harm's way. It's simply awareness. But, but when it's really amped up, it, it manifests as fear. 
Yeah. You can systematically detune fear and judgment and make that your life's work and see your life transform as a result of that and see yourselves transform as you detune your ego consciousness, not eradicate, detune. So that your ego is not this noisy thing that is limiting you all the time. That is something that, that is encouraging you to experience the elements that are your true preferences while you're in this experience. That is the purpose of your ego, plain and simple. Mm -hmm. So have your experiences, commune with others, whether they think you're a kook or not, <laughs> share it with confidence, understanding that this is not about presenting yourselves as perfect beings, that, that you are not in some supreme mindset practice where you have every single thing that you want and you've eliminated all of your problems and you are moving through incomplete perfection and you are placing yourselves on a pedestal as superior to all others. That is not this at all. This is as much about the, the celebration of imperfection as anything else. Yeah, it is. But it's certainly a path to joy, clarity, and absolute abundance. It certainly is. And that abundance includes staying out of harm's way. That abundance includes not caring so much if you find yourselves ostracized from other beings who need you to agree with them, i.e. feed their ego to keep you around. Mm -hmm. I like that. I also mm -hmm. like the, um, the idea that you just shared of we are supposed to be in our human experience in the 3D matrix, but with the tools of detuning, of being an observer, and we can be experiencing, experiencing 3D in a much peace, more peaceful, calm um, way. And with that mindset and that vibration, I feel like I can be a better friend, a better um, leader, a better person to share this message, which shows how clear I am and that I'm not judging and I don't get upset and I don't get angry when someone else has a different view than I do. Mm -hmm. I can mm -hmm. listen with um, that lovely piece of not having to be right. I can just listen to their view and appreciate them that they have a different view than I do. I, I love this simplicity of that. Yeah. The phrase systematically detuning judgment and fear. I mean, I don't think I'll ever tired of hearing that because it really is that simple. That's yes. It. That's what we're doing. That, that is what the, that is what the practice is because the more you detune fear and judgment, the more you are aligned with, with source perspective, that which we are and, and, and the more clarity you receive in that higher vibrational alignment. And in your receiving of clarity, you understand that that does not make you superior in, in any, any, any sort of way. No. It, is, it is creating an experience for you that is unique. It is a joyous experience. It is an abundant experience. It is an experience of knowing. It is an experience of, of supreme confidence in your worthiness of all that is. But in your supreme confidence in your worthiness of all that is, you are no longer judging the experiences of others meaning you are no longer pitying those who are not on your path. You're no longer judging that is wrong. You are no longer needing anyone else to, to, to agree with you 
because that's a that's a massive component of your ego is needing others to agree with you, which is always rooted in your own insecurity and those beliefs. Yeah. When you need others to agree with you, you are not secure in your beliefs, period. If you are secure in your beliefs, you are not bothered by anyone who disagrees with you. You simply allow them to have their opinion and, and, and move forward. And if they choose not to, to associate with you because you don't agree with them, then you've received supreme clarity on where you really stand with them in your relationship. Because the relationship was built on a foundation of needing you to agree with them all along. Yeah. And you get to decide if that's something that you want to lower your vibration to return to the, the previous state of being in that relationship or simply allow them to flow out of your lives. Mm. It is your choice. Mm-hmm. There is no direction from us on that whatsoever. Yeah, that still seems to be very much a sticking point for people as well, especially the students that we've had go through boot camp. The, uh, the loss that they are afraid will occur if they become more consciously aware of their everyday thoughts and feelings around detuning fear and judgment. And, uh, but notice how throughout the, the four years that, that you have been teaching the Taya practice in the boot camp environment, notice that that's evolving as well. Oh, yes. You, you, yeah. are, you are hearing stories now of, of students and graduates of the program who, who, are, who are very much finding that their family members are inspired by them. Yeah. Where early on, the boot camp program was ending marriages. Yes, it was. <laughs> What you would label dysfunctional marriages, indeed, because the 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 one who decided to end the marriage was usually rooted in a, in a misalignment in in the first place. Very often, a spouse not enjoying the higher vibrational, more abundant, more successful, more confident version of their spouse. Yeah, wanting them to 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 come back down to the ground where they could appreciate them in their container. Yeah, And of course, the one who is practicing Taya is, is not going to allow themselves to return to that container as a condition of any relationship. Yeah, but what you are witnessing is the evolution away from that. You're not seeing that as much because humanity is evolving. Humanity is indeed ascending. And, and the beings that are around all of you are coming around to your belief system, your way of thinking, not to placate your ego, nor do you even need that, but simply because they they are ascending as well. Whether they are doing this work actively or not, they are in their own ascension process. All of humanity is. That's why polarity is becoming amped up so much. Because as humanity begins to move out of the human-created polarized matrix, it actually creates some confusion. Confusion is a step out of the matrix. When you're not re- not knowing which side to believe or assign yourselves to any longer, the matrix tells you that you're confused and you need to get back in your box. <laughs> but when you move through the confusion, realizing that neither side is right and neither side is wrong, that it's all an illusion, that mm-hmm. indeed bullshit makes the world go round because it does, because everything is an illusion. And when you can appreciate that, you find yourselves moving more and more and more out of the matrix and other beings around you are having that experience and they're watching you move about in joy and not being so concerned with the confusion that they may be experiencing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you, you were speaking in terms of three steps before to, to quantify this in human terms, 
you have the, the, the vibrational step one of being polarized, being on one side and your side is right and every other side is wrong. Step two is confusion. Ah. Step two is moving out of the matrix and, and, not, and, and, and being able to see the points and philosophies of both sides of any argument and ultimately finding appreciation for it, moving you into step three. Mm. Appreciating both sides exactly as they are releasing your egocentric need to take a side to have a pony in the race, so to speak, that moves you right on out of the matrix. That's step three. So, yeah, I really like simplifying things. So being polarized, being confused, observing the matrix, and then finding radical appreciation for both sides. Indeed. And those are three steps. The last two things are one and the same. Okay. Indeed. Awesome. Perfect. I love it. So you have manifested yet a new process that will help simplify this for anyone and everyone Good. with whom you commune. If one asks you, what is this Taya practice? What is this stream thing that you're into? It is a systematic detuning of fear and judgment. Mm-hmm. As simple mm-hmm. as that. If that is appealing to them and they want to know what this matrix thing is, now you have a very clear explanation that you have manifested in this interaction. You just made my job a whole heck of a lot easier. A Thank three-step you. process. Step one is polarity. Step two is confusion, moving out of polarity. Step three is clarity and appreciation of all that is. I love the simplicity of it. And you've been encouraging us. The stream has been encouraging us over and over to simplify, simplify, simplify. And I love that. The energetic realm is a, is a, is, is a very simple entity, if you will, not truly an entity, but a a very simple state of being. Yeah. The, the, the humanity creates confusion and and, and complexity. Yes, we do. And that complexity is part of the matrix. The the confusion that that complexity creates is, is a product of that. Indeed. Appreciating all that is not needing anything to change, not needing any conditions, not needing any comparison, not needing any quantification of anything but still being a human being, still mm-hmm. enjoying the sunshine and the chirping of the birds and, the, and the, the food that you like to eat and the people that with whom you resonate with and the things that you like to do. Understanding they're all available to you and turning off the noise. And if turning it off is the way to keep yourselves out of it, then we would guide you to consider doing just that. Stepping away from the noise. If it's if it's dragging your vibration down and your desire is to be a higher vibrational being, then learn to step away from the noise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's Not a mandate, but guidance indeed. Definitely. It's it's something we actually just talked in, about last week with some of our boot camp students and, and another topic of just a generalized coaching for anybody who was interested in the Taya practice that put this down. put it down put this handy dandy little computerized matrix tool down for a while and see what happens you know do it regularly and allow yourself to to connect to the stream to your own stream to your own divine so um yeah this is awesome (laughs) the 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 matrix is is active and the matrix is is seeking survival Mm -hmm. is, is seeking dominance even but don't demonize the matrix. Appreciate the matrix. Be an observer of the matrix as you move yourselves out of the matrix. And understand mm-hmm. that, that 
media absolutely is the matrix. Yeah. Media is the media itself is the matrix more than any cabal of human beings that, that are sitting together behind a veil crafting how to ways of, of, of holding humanity down. <laughs> that is a vibration that is present, but it, it is not a, a, a true gathering of super egos who are all working in unison to hold humanity down. The matrix is media. Mm. Because media is an expression of mass consciousness. And the, 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 the media that the social media, news media, however you, you wish to define it, in anything that is, that, is, that is delivered for all of humanity that is laced with judgment and fear. And that's how you know. That's how you know. When you are observing something, participating, and you see it laced with judgment and fear, and it keeps popping up and popping up and popping up, here's something to fear. Here's something to compare yourself to. Here's a shiny thing that you need to be happy. That's the matrix. We have shared quite a bit, and we have shared a new process that we will allow you to discuss, and we will depart with the final words that wherever you are in this process, don't judge where you are in our message. If it's confusing but intriguing, you're in the right place. It will fall into place for you, and the simplicity of it will shine through. If it seems too heady sometimes, if it seems too out there sometimes, understand that we will always bring it back down to earth for you. If it resonates, you're in the right place. If it scares you a little bit, question that. Is it scaring you because it's something that's, that there's something that is here for you that your own human matrix is, is guiding you to be fearful of? Recently, David was contacted by somebody during one of our interactions. There were some noises that occurred. This was a, a former acquaintance of his that she believed it was demonic. W what is that? What is that growl that I hear when the stream is being shared? Uh, the growl turned out to be nothing more than a bad internet connection with, with, with someone saying something and laughing and a bad internet connection. But the initial reaction was instantaneous fear. She had to turn off the podcast because she believed that there was a demonic growl present in the stream's message. When David went back and reviewed it, he, he knew the voice. He recognized the voice as Deborah laughing on another continent with a slower internet connection. And it, there was a bit of a drag to the voice that just sounded like Deborah laughing. But in the fear-based state was received as a growl. There is no growling. There is no demonic presence anywhere. That is a human creation constructed to scare you. Dig down into your, your what really resonates with you. If, if, if our message is really resonating with you, then there, there is no possible way that you can go wrong with it. And as always, we, we guide you to apply this in your lives. Start to practically apply it. That's why the Taya practice was delivered. Apply it in your lives and see what happens. 
And if you like what happens, come back for more. If you do not, move on. With much love. That is what we have. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Thank you. I'm excited to announce that we are now on Patreon. So check us out at patreon.com forward slash the stream of David. If you want to participate in the round table of this, join us over on Patreon uh, and join the expanded podcast here. And you can hear every week the expanded version of this podcast where we dissect, <laughs> unpack, whatever you want to call it, uh, everything that the stream has just delivered. I know some wonderful things were delivered. I don't remember all of it. Uh, but I can't wait to uh, listen back and then discuss it a little more with Carrie and Stacy. So we hope to see you over there in the stream community on Patreon. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs>